0: It is a rarity, Yannick, to be able to play eight years with a teammate, let alone win a championship together in those eight years. How would you describe what Chris Middleton means to you?
1: Chris, we did it, huh? Watch a movie. Oh, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Wait, wait, wait! Bobby's been here! 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 bobby has been aggregate this. The has long range three. And... Their defense is atrocious. People! Tiso. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm, I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we
0: love China. We love no there. It becomes a dung.
1: Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? Bye. All right, welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Mendelkin here, uh, fresh off his NBA Finals endorsement, a resounding, decisive vote of present. He just slammed a fifty-piece at Chick Fil A. Mm. Boy did he earn it, Ben Craw, my co-host, you, my friend, uh, showed no mercy at the drive through line, you were absolutely ruthless, mm-hmm. uh, remorseless, placing your chicken nugget order. I laid waste. <laughs> yeah, and boy did our fans on Instagram Live love that, Ben. Uh, how is your famed intestinal fortitude, how is that holding up today, Ben? Um, how, how are the old intestines feeling today after your 50-piece
0: chicken nugget? Fantastic, um, and even better, Chris, with a celebratory beer, Wow! Cheers to you, my friend, on another amazing NBA season. We did it, folks. We did it. <laughs> we... It was a grind. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was grueling. It was a, yep. a grueling grind. Um, but um, we wanted it. We wanted this one real bad. What can I say? Um, and we got through it together. We did some amazing work this past year. Um, nice. So we're just here to celebrate and take stock of all that we've accomplished. Um, all of the NBA has accomplished, but mainly what we have accomplished, thanks to the NBA, or what the NBA has accomplished, thanks to us. Frankly, um, it is a a symbiotic partnership, and um, yeah, I'm just very uh, very thrilled and uh, and 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 here to celebrate. And I uh, wish I hadn't already cracked my beer; otherwise, we could uh, hear that sweet sound on on the uh, microphone. But perhaps you can uh, you know slip something in and post as yeah, you like maybe. to do.
1: Yeah, maybe I can slip something in. Ben, mm. the 2021 NBA Finals are in the books. Mm. The, the season is over. Your new NBA champions, Ben, their first title in 50 years. It's the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Technically 49 years uh, sure. since, of course, you know, they didn't play for one of those seasons. Right. right. The, 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 the previous one. Of course. of course, yeah.
1: Ben, the Bucks defeated the Phoenix Suns in six games to win their first mm. NBA crown since 1971. Not Suns in six. Is
0: that nope. what I like to say nope, nope, that nope. is the yeah
1: the new catchphrase. Not Suns <laughs> in six. They overcame a two-o deficit thanks in large part to two-time MVP, your 2021 MVP, NBA Finals MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ben, he gave us one of the more dominant performances in a closeout game that I can remember dropping mm. 50 points on 16 of 25 shooting. He went an incredible 17 of 19 from the line. He had 14 rebounds, five blocks, a couple of assists. Mm. Yeah, that is a gaudy,
0: just, gaudy, stat line.
1: Yeah, he was just uh, he was just a staple in the paint. He made DeAndre Ayton look uh, skinny. He made Frank Kaminsky look like Frank Kaminsky, even skinnier. Yep, <laughs> the Frank, uh, Frank Kaminsky uh, yeah. only looks. Yeah, and he reminded us that Dario Saric was uh, wounded in battle. Mm,
0: So sad. Yeah,
1: the Suns had no answer for Giannis. Let's start there, Ben. Before we reflect too much on the whole NBA season, give me a thought on Giannis. This is a guy who, you know, NBA talking heads have sort of loved to, like, needle and pick apart. I feel like the last eight years we've heard endless calls for him. To shoot more threes, then shoot less threes, and to demand a trade out of Milwaukee to sign his extension, to enter free agency, to to find a better wingman, to get rid of Chris Middleton. How did you feel the other night when uh when when the Bucks won? Were you happy for Giannis, or was this uh, was this a disappointment
0: for you? I guess I was happy for him. I yeah. I um you know I think it's cool that he that um. That a player, a very you know, a very imperfect player, a dominant mm-hmm. yet very imperfect, very kind of quirky player, um, was able to succeed in this day and age when, you know, all the discourses about how you know the 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 flaws in these in these uh, various yeah. players' games need to be rectified, need to be uh, completely. Mm-hmm you know, um, transform, transform, scrub
1: clean. Yeah. clean.
0: Yeah. So I like the idea of a, of a kind of quirky weird player. Yeah. I will say a, um, you know, the guy has done a lot of maturing, uh, since that video that he posted on the internet of the, uh, blowjob, uh, like button or like ring for blowjob thing, uh, that he, uh, <laughs> that he, had uh, for his girlfriend um and posted online uh, i think in like around 2018 perhaps and maybe it was earlier than that but that's when it uh i don't know why i know that's a weird thing to bring up right now after the guy just uh, absolutely triumphed over the entire league um but I, I feel like it's one of those things that everyone just forgot about um and um i just wanted to remind people that i did not forget um it's a thing you can you can uh you can search it. Is
1: it still, uh, did he take that post down or is that still,
0: uh, he may have taken it down, but, uh, the thing about the internet is that, um, yeah, you can see it very easily if you, uh, search, uh, on, uh, sure. on Google, on, on YouTube. Um, yeah, but, that
1: was an unfortunate, um, moment, <laughs> uh, for Giannis, but we're happy for
0: his I mean, growth. again, I probably shouldn't be zeroing in on that one thing from many years ago. Um, But for some reason, it's just, uh, you know, I don't know. I just I feel like it's if I'm the only one uh, in the entire, you know, NBA media ecosystem to uh, to bring that up. You know, that's what I'm here for, Chris. So I'm glad that he has um, been able to, you know, put that behind him. Uh, I hope that his girlfriend or I don't know if they're if it's the if they're still together. I I don't know any of the details of this. I shouldn't be probably yeah. speaking out of school or uh, telling tales whatever but um, speaking out of turn anyway yeah whatever cool it's it's great uh, he uh, he did it the hard way goddammit. it he didn't uh, he didn't go to any goddamn super team he didn't play with his friends he played with a bunch of goddamn scrubs who he had to carry on his back and yeah. he did it in a in the shittiest uh, city in the entire world Milwaukee Wisconsin. And for that, he is to be applauded. Um, So here's to you, Giannis. You did it the hard way. You could have done it the easy way, but you didn't. And therefore, no matter what you did, it is inherently more valuable.
1: Yeah. Also, I mean, uh, you know, you touched on it there. You know, he did it the hard way. And Mm. this is a guy So hard. I mean, let's talk about his life story for a second here. You know, the son of nigerian immigrants living in greece uh you know his parents had trouble finding work so Giannis and his brother
0: thanasis all right now you're making me feel a little bit bad for bringing up the other thing (laughs) but no 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 (laughs) (laughs)
1: um you know it is what it is it's all part of the story. yeah no
0: listen he's he's got a a great story inspirational i I, uh, yeah selling selling watches and handbags
1: at the streets in the streets of athens i mean um I didn't even play organized basketball until he was 17 years old uh, mm. in 2011 was drafted two years later into the NBA as the 15th overall pick by the by the bucks in 2013 um, he was six foot nine when he was drafted and weighed 190 pounds and then it, a goodness. year later yeah a year, a year later he had grown two inches to 611 and today he tips the scales at almost 50 pounds more at mm. 246 so Tiping you know no he scales. plays like it yeah, he plays like it. He he was just uh, a man possessed in this series, two-time MVP, Finals MVP. I don't know. I'm happy for him. I think it's a good story. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a it's a win for the league. I think uh, to have like a new a new guy. He he, he set some uh, historical precedents here. You know, in terms of in terms of uh, history, his place in history here. Giannis joined Shaquille O'Neal as the second player all time to register three forty-point. Ten rebound performances in the NBA Finals. Um, he was just a monster, an absolute monster. So I'm happy for him. Uh, he seems like a pretty sweet guy. Uh, I, I think he's probably grown up a little bit since that moment that you mentioned a few <laughs> years ago. He's had he's had a kid with that woman, and they seem very oh, happy. Okay, that's good. Yeah, he seems very. Ha- they seem very much in love. I don't know. You know, he was he's been celebrating with her on uh, all these videos. Wow. since since winning since winning the uh the NBA uh finals championship. So,
0: no, well, that's good. I'm 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 actually genuinely uh happy to hear yeah. that. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um putting Giannis and the Bucks aside, uh I'm wondering now like just how you felt about the last season of NBA basketball from just the fan point of view. Like was this enjoyable for you <laughs> you know you're obviously a fiercely competitive gm in our fa- fantasy basketball league yeah was this fun ben are we having fun are we having a good time here with this nba basketball
0: well i have a confession to make chris i guess i should probably come clean here what better place to do it what better time mm-hmm. um right. i think i watched about five minutes of the nba finals
1: <laughs> uh-huh S- yeah yeah sorry that is shocking I, ben
0: i i have been pretty busy um yeah. and i um i don't i don't really know how to explain it i i uh i, I won my fantasy ba- our, our fantasy basketball league for yeah. the 3rd year in a row um capping off my three-peat with an undefeated season which means i did not lose a single week um it was um yeah it was it was madness i i was probably uh, gripping the wheel a little too tight. I think is the is the phrase. Um, <laughs> I think that's
1: fair to say.
0: Man. So maybe that has something to do with it. I think once the fantasy season ended, I was kind of happy to let go. move on, let go of that of that steering wheel, step away from the burning wreckage that I'd created, um, and uh you know i've also just been watching a lot of late 80s wwf content on the peacock app which i uh, cannot recommend highly enough fantastic service um brought to us by our friends at uh nbc and comcast um so yeah it's been hard for me to to fit in the hoops um doesn't mean you know like i i think these things come in waves as you as you and all of our listeners know i've had uh you know, a sort of, um, up and down history with the game, with the sport, um, with my relationship to it. Um, so, you know, I think the past couple of years, almost through the course of doing this podcast, I think, um, you know, you and I have both kind of like worked through some sort of like new feelings that we have about the game, about the way it's structured, the way it's officiated, the way it is run, um, which is, it sucks, but I maybe that is part of what, um, you know, makes it... It's not like, if I still watch the game, I still enjoy it. Um, and there are certain players that I really, like, sincerely love and, and want to root for and want to watch. Um, but um, I think maybe it's, like, one of those things where you have a little bit more of an excuse to not watch because you're like, ah, whatever, like... Um, also, it's possible I just wasn't really that intrigued by either of these two teams. These kind of like, I mean, the Suns were totally random, came out of nowhere. The Bucks, yeah, have a little bit more of a story, more history, um, kind of had been, you know, good for a long time, at the doorstep, blah, blah, blah. Um, maybe I was just like, I don't know, like, like Giannis is a player. I don't know if I like really love um, to watch maybe that has something to do with it. Um, I don't know, I probably should because he's, like, everything I, I've, you know, you and I, like, grew up loving, like, big men who just, like, swat shots and dunk and get rebounds. Like, it's... It should be, like, my, my you know, fantasy, but I don't know. For some reason I, I just uh, couldn't... There was nothing really, like, pulling me in, hooking me in. There was no real drama. Um, or maybe it's just relative. Uh, maybe the drama that I get from watching, uh, the mega powers do their thing at, uh, SummerSlam 1988 with, uh, Elizabeth in their corner is just hard to compete with. Uh, it's it's really could be as simple as that. I don't know.
1: I do think there is something to what you're saying just about the way Giannis plays is, uh, so unlike anyone in the NBA today that it's almost a little bit of a disadvantage in that, like, you know, when we were kids, we had Ewing and the Magic had Shaq and the Rockets had Hakeem and mm-hmm. the Spurs had Robinson. And so, you know, it was kind of like we were watching and rooting for our guy playing against his counterparts. And right. I I don't really know that, you know, you think back on this playoff run and you know first of all congratulations to the bucks whatever not taking anything from them but like who did Giannis (laughs) play that you know what I mean like who who is his foil you know like who who is who who is the player that Giannis was I don't know matched up against where you're like wow Giannis is gonna have a really tough matchup tonight
0: right um he didn't have the 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 Kawhi matchup from 2019 or the Bam Adebayo matchup from 2020 that like kind of shut him down you know yeah. Um, I mean, he played against the Sixers, but that wasn't... Wait, right? They did play against the Sixers, didn't they?
1: No. Oh, no, no. they didn't The even. Sixers were eliminated they were by, beaten the by the Hawks. Uh,
0: by the Hawks, of course, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he didn't have, I mean, Clint Capella, I guess, maybe. Sort right, of a and, Clint, and
1: Clint Capella is good and yeah. played really
0: well in that yeah. series. I just think that... But, yeah, like, I mean, it was a... When right.
1: Giannis gets these comparisons with Shaq, I think, like, the, the s- most singular, like... The thing that makes most sense about that comparison to me is like there is no one that really physically resembles him in the right. way that like when you think about Shaq's career, there was like no one
0: can play against this yeah, guy. It was it's the like, physical uh, advantage that where you were like, yeah, yeah. this is almost not fair. Um, yeah,
1: it's like a boat playing like, you know, a Toyota Prius. Or
0: I mean, I will say Giannis is m- far more enjoyable to watch than Shaq. Um, yeah. But that is the lowest bar that is possible
1: setting setting the nba playoffs aside and just thinking about the season in its in its entirety i'm wondering like yeah just how fun this was like i i I don't know it wasn't me fun (laughs) yeah for me it felt uh and continues to feel kind of endless
0: yeah well it just feels like a continuation of the bubble and it felt like it shouldn't like our argument which we maintain and which we were vindicated um uh, in holding was that the 2020 NBA season did not happen, should not have happened, no, did um, not happen. didn't didn't count. Um, it was just a a cruel uh, charade and an exhibition um, of of actual like malice and uh, irresponsibility and danger. Um, and this season really wasn't that different. It was like oh like. I mean, yeah, by the end, you know the the vaccine was out and available, and f- arenas were filling with people um and so I guess, like we made it, they succeeded, but it's not like, I don't know at what point did this go from being a terrible idea to a good idea? I'm not really sure, um when I think
1: that I think the jury's still out on it,
0: yeah, I mean. Whatever, I mean, like, like, objectively speaking, like, sure, like, you know, n- no, no players uh, suffered, like, career-altering uh, diseases, I, I don't think. I hope not. Uh, it seems like they were able, you know, they actually were able to complete these... These seasons, um, I mean, they were like that we know that we know of, right? Like, I mean, th- yeah. actually, that being said, like there were <laughs> career-altering injuries left and right um, throughout the entire season and playoffs. I think that was also like a big part of why I was like, "What are we doing?" Like by the time like Kawhi went down with an ACL, and then like Jan- I mean, I can't believe that Giannis played through his hyperextension uh, injury. Yeah. But like all these things, where you're just like, "This is just depressing." Like just let let these people like stop. And I know that they are all grown men who are making their own choices, so I shouldn't speak for yeah. them. But um, but it all just felt very, like, kind of grim and, um, yeah, and just, like, too much um, <laughs> and just a little too obvious of, like, a shameless cash grab. Like, I, I, everything is a cash grab, but, like, just try to, like, hide it a little bit better. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It made it a little hard for me to, like, really, like, get swept up by the magic of, of it all. Definitely.
1: I mean, it does feel like Adam Silver and the NBA owners and their TV partners and the players and the people on TV and the podcasters, like, you know, are, are yours truly here. It does feel like it's all just sort of lulled us, lulled us to sleep. And I think on this podcast, we've tried our best to stay awake <laughs>
0: Stay and woke. We gotta stay, stay woke, Chris. That's that's to, what you gotta do in the year yeah, 2021. To, to, you gotta stay. You gotta hashtag stay woke, and that's what we're trying to stay woke teach all of our listeners. All all of the blithering idiots that listen to our show. We're trying to wake them up out of their stupor. For God's sakes, yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, uh, no one's gonna do it for you. You gotta to listen to us and uh, and and heed our advice to uh to stay with it
1: does feel like we've been in this permanent state of sleep though for like (laughs) at least the last two years (laughs) yeah um this like this like weird glazed over state of consciousness and we all love it and we all enjoy it and you know everyone has some version of this in their life i don't mean to make this about sports fans being any like more degenerate than anyone else we all have some sort of Drug or opiate that helps us kind of tune in and drop out, uh,
0: except for the uh, WWF on the Peacock app, Chris. That is uh, not an opiate, not an opiate. Um,
1: that is the best. That, that is that. that is
0: art, it is high art and culture, yeah. and it is um, yeah, very, very important with a capital I.
1: Yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, we're gonna we're a week away from the NBA draft, <laughs> you know, we're gonna talk in just a second here about what's next on the show and you know what's next in the NBA season or whatever. And it just, it just, the whole thing just never stops. And mm. I think that is what I'm feeling a little bit is. Just I mean, it's Adam
0: the... Silver's dream. Like yeah. it's always, yeah. it's, it's been, you know, on this trajectory for a while of, of being a, you know, 24, seven, entertainment product. product. And this is all just exactly going according to plan, uh, for Adam and, and his, uh, his buddies in the uh, in the ownership groups. Um no, this is like perfect. Like literally there's too much content f- to even keep up with and um yeah, so like it it's does all- feel
1: it does feel pretty weird honestly seeing the Bucks as the team that won the NBA championship because a year ago, of course, it seemed like we were actually at a real inflection point with the league in the bubble at Disney, and it was George Hill and Sterling Brown and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Remember
0: that? Huh? That was weird. They
1: were the team.
0: That was a funny little blip on the radar.
1: (laughs) That said, enough is enough, right? This was in the wake of Jacob Blake being shot by the police in Kenosha, Wisconsin on August 26th. The Bucks decided not to play Game 5 of their playoff series against the Orlando Magic, and it was a moment I think w- that you and I were watching really closely, and it kind of taught us a lot about the league, and it sort of confirmed our deepest, darkest suspicions, right? And ultimately, which is like you know, look, the games are going to go on. Yeah. Big business is going to win out. Nothing. This isn't is gonna this change isn't the place here. for a
0: revolution. Sorry, folks. Yeah,
1: it's an entertainment league. It's not. This is not like we're not doing civil uh we're not we're not doing like public policy and uh social justice and race relations here. Yeah.
0: Thank goodness they had that platform though cuz they, you know, that changed the a platform. Lot. Yeah. The platform <laughs> was huge. That was everything. Yeah, and that was the Without reason Without that to come platform back. we wouldn't have gotten all the reform yeah. that we've and seen. And those
1: wo- the wonderful slogans on the jerseys which mm. of course, changed so much. Mhm. Yeah. All right, Ben. Let's talk really quickly here um, about what is next for the Swish FM podcast. Of course, we have free agency coming up here, Ben. Oh, baby! NBA does mm-hmm. not stop, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, um, you know, like like all. Of unfortunately, our friends, that means
0: that we are contractually unable to stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like thanks our, to like our our, like our, our, our overlords at-, at OTL Inc.
1: Our partners at uh, at ESPN and 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 Bleacher and TNT. The mm-hmm. show must go on, Ben. All the great, so all the
0: great companies. That it'll do be so much good.
1: You'll be right, uh, right back where you started, Ben. Um, first thing Monday morning, we'll be doing our free <sighs> Baby. agency power rankings. Can uh,
0: you imagine, Chris? A clean slate, new season. Anything could happen. Who's yeah. going to win the next championship? That's what I want to know. It's
1: incredible to think about. Um, I literally. Lose tons of sleep, uh, looking at the Vegas projections for mm. who will be favored to win next year's NBA title. Salivating um, over those projections. Are they out yet? All the, yeah, of course. Oh, um, wow. Who, who's, yeah, who's the, the, the favorite? Net, the Nets, the Nets and the Lakers are your favorites mm, and sure. coming in second place are the Bucks. mm um, but yeah, we're we're gonna be discussing all the available salary cap uh, space, Ben, that all the teams will be having, all the oh, yeah. the free agent uh, you know, maneuvers that could that could potentially happen. And then it'll be trade season of uh, Yes.
0: Yes. We'll have,
1: to, we'll have to talk about all the major trades that could reshape the landscape of the league. We'll have Whammy back, of course, for his uh, NBA draft guide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Whammy has been doing a lot of uh, collegiate and international scouting. We're very excited to have
0: him. Yeah, he's that. actually been flying uh, around uh, the country and the world. Um, yep. I think he's actually in China right now uh, doing some scouting. It's a, uh,
1: it's a part TikTok trip, part uh, international scouting trip. So yeah. it's just... Kind of the worlds colliding there, and then uh, Ben, you'll be giving us, of course, your team by team off season preview. This will be players, coaches, all oh, the off season personnel adjustments. My, one of my like favorite,
0: my favorite annual Swish FM traditions is the yeah. the team previews. <laughs> team and by let's not forget about previews. the draft. The draft recap.
1: Oh, the draft recap will be the really something. The pick by
0: pick analysis.
1: I mean, just get ready, folks. Get ready for a Sacramento Kings. Uh, a Ben Cross special, uh, all in on the Sacramento Kings. Mm. How do we, how do we, uh, you know, revamp the Kings, reboot the Kings? Is is Marvin Bagley in play for a trade this offseason? Ooh, baby, you never know. Anything is possible. So yeah. All right, Ben, yeah. that, I think, is going to do it for today. It's just a short one. We just wanted to touch base real quick with our audience. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff in the hopper to come. It's going to be a busy couple weeks for us, but we'll have plenty to uh, enjoy and listen to. So,
0: One last thing, one very, very last thing I just wanted to uh, shout out was a uh, a wonderful article written by uh, Ben Dietrich uh, of Cookies Hoops. Yep. If uh, you guys haven't checked it out, Stakes Isn't High it, uh, is the title of the Bucks, Giannis, and the New NBA. It's a wonderful piece, um, and uh, I think it kind of, like, recaps the season and the finals in a much better way than you and I can do. Um, But I just want to highlight one of my... uh uh, favorite uh, pieces of writing that I've that I've really read in recent memory, uh, recent history, and I've read a lot. As you know, I we both consumed yeah. uh, an entire, right. nearly five hundred uh, page book about um, uh, Gonker. Shout out Justin. Uh, wait, what was his name? Justin Holiday. Ryan. No, Ryan. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Ryan. My God, forgive me. Um, yeah, I recommend that one. But uh, but no, this uh, w- just a couple uh, uh, words here from this piece by Ben Dietrich. Um, He's talking about the Bucks and their victory and um, uh, in the finals, Milwaukee dropped the first two games. Blah blah. blah three Bucks starters. Oh yeah. So he's kind of talking about the uh, the early stumbles by the Bucks in the first couple games. And he says three Bucks starters could not hit the side of a of a barn from beyond the arc. We were subjected to endless visions of Coach Mike Budenholzer, befuddled in a sweaty polo, looking as if he had just killed a mob boss's son in a car accident really really just exquisite pristine pristine work from from ben i mean probably like the best encapsulation of mike budenholzer that i've ever been been graced with so yeah i just wanted to uh shine a little light on that and recommend our uh, listeners go uh search out that that lovely piece um and uh yeah, we did it, Chris. Uh, here's we really to you. did it, Ben. Here's to mm-hmm.
1: you to another NBA season. Till next time, Ben, it's good talking as always. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you next week. All right. Doesn't stop. You can listen to Switch, 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 Switch